The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Quiet on the set. We're about to start. Ready? Here we go. It's the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly for December 9th, 2020. The first vaccine today was given to an 80-year-old woman. Bob Dylan has sold all of his publishing for a cash payment. The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Whoever the hell Ed Kelly may be. That is fascinating. Uh, What's amazing is that people keep saying that Bob Dylan like sold out because he sold his music. Yeah. And my first thought was, well, wait a minute. Didn't I buy his albums? Didn't get paid? (laughs) Yeah. What exactly is selling your music? That's allowing people to prostitute it after you're gone and selling your legacy down the river. I see. So in other words, it involves a pimp. But wasn't the record company already that? <laughs> yes. Okay. But Bob's what? Seven, how old is Bob? 78? Uh, like that. Chronological or visual? <laughs> yeah. His face can hold a day's rain at this point, I think. But I think he's about 70. I think he just said, you know, hey, 300 million. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, he was born in 1941. So he's 79. 79. Sorry. Yep. And here's the thing. I always figured end of life was 80. Like, even if you were alive. <laughs> That's a little ageist, Bob. <laughs> I'm talking about for me. I'm not saying for you. Yeah, yeah, okay. In other words, <laughs> and maybe uh, maybe I wasn't. Maybe that was just a, a nice... Yeah, you're a nice out for you, sure. Dance, but Co- cover your ass. No, but I've always felt that, look, and, and I don't have anything against 95-year-olds or 110-year-olds. I hope to be one. <laughs> but I've always felt that your... Uh, what's the right word? I mean, you Ability know. Ability to say maple syrup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so there's this thing about Without golden age. your dentures age. clacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get a straight line out. We won't just let him I'm do sorry. it. Go ahead, Bob. We're by the way, up. The why would anyone hire two people up. to beat up on them? <laughs> Simultaneously. Yeah. That's all right. I'm, I'm actually used to it. I've had that. Had that uh, as Bob Spike and Joe remember. I've had that all <laughs> yes. my life. No, uh, what I mean to say, and obviously I, I ready fire aim. Yes, is this always. like it's when I was ball. super young? Mm-hmm. When Christ I saw some some kid's mom, and she was thirty, and I was like, "Well, I hope I never get that old." <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I remember a high school friend of mine uh-huh. who was one of those guys who does, you know. A lot of psychedelics uh-huh. and whatever. My, it was mind-altering substances. He was the guy known for that. Yeah. And I remember sitting with him once and like, mm-hmm. I was still somewhat friends. nervous, just maybe smoke a little pot. And I remember mm-hmm. him saying, well, I, I don't plan to live beyond 30 anyway. <laughs> a fatalist. <laughs> right. Because, and, and so what I said about 80, I believe we all have it in the back of our minds. Just no one is as honest as I am yeah. about their own inner... Um, you know, subconscious consciousness. Process. So uh, yeah. anyway, my friend, by the way, his name is Carl. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's my Facebook friend now. And, you know, he's he got older. Mm-hmm. And he's having a wonderful time with his life. He posts beautiful pictures of hikes he goes on and stuff. And, and so, like, here we're about to swear in a 78-year-old president. That's true. And I sort of get the feeling that he'd rather be home watching Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. I, I, but I think he's doing it out of a sense of duty. Yeah, I think absolutely so. okay. as a public yeah. servant. There's, yeah. I don't think there's any question. But I then, don't think there's any glamour in in being a political figure for him any longer. And it also doesn't mean stretch. he'll he'll be any good at it. By the way, I don't know. I I mean, I just know that the forest fire that we had, yes, has been <laughs> is only smoking right now. Good, good analogy. There's yeah. just embers here and there. I mean, the first thing is to put out the fire, yeah, then assess the damage, <laughs> and gradually rebuild. But but here's the thing. So at eighty. 
uh-huh. looking 80 down the barrel. I read an interesting article today about why Bob Dylan may have sold the publishing rights. Uh, the point I led with is that the whole point of being an artist who makes music is to sell the music. I mean, of course, that's how you make your living. That would be like saying yeah. some carpenter sold his framing skills. Well, <laughs> Although some do just make music for their own enjoyment as well. There are purists yes. out there. Uh, and those are called... And then there's unemployed drummers like our friend. <laughs> like like Zip, you mean? Yes. <laughs> well, Jesus. You know, but he still you know, has Bob, gigs. You still play for money, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, even during the COVID thing, I, we actually did better doing our own concerts in the this cul-de-sac than we ever did in the clubs, mm. which is crazy. You know. Wow. So... Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, back to this. So at yes. looking at this age, you would go, well, why would this guy sell his catalog? Well, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. The catalog is his nest egg. It's his net worth. Mm-hmm. And, and he kept it all. He did. And, and yeah. a lot of other people didn't. But yeah. at, at some point, you mm-hmm. think beyond your own, like you have heirs, you have family. You Do you want them to hire a team of lawyers to chase down the record? It's like the lottery. Would you take the instant payoff? Or would you take it dribbling out over time? No, I would take the dribble because I'd go right to a casino and blow it all. Okay. And, and by the way, at a young age, that probably makes sense. Uh, by the way, Bob Dylan is not the only guy. Bob Dylan, David Crosby, and Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks I heard about, yeah. Signing away their public... Well, David Crosby didn't get as much press because... Well, he'll explain. But yeah. <laughs> um, Nick sold 80% of her catalog to a company called Primary Wave. Who changed the name to Bleating Sheep Records. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she sold the, fleeting, the Fleetwood Mac and her solo work. Um, yes. Wall Street Journal, for that matter, estimates that she got $100 million. Yeah. Those numbers are always way off, by the way. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Half the time, they, they end up being bull. Huh. That's, it's like net worth of, of, of celebs and stuff like that. When you talk to the actual celebs, I wish, you right. know, they'll say. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, look, it, Wall Street Journal probably has a pretty good idea, but sometimes they have sources yeah. they can't quote. Right. And sometimes it's just a guess. Yes, Zip. Well, I was going to say, Crosby has been the, I think, the single most outspoken critic of the terrible... Um, way spotify and pandora that you know oh, fractions yes. of pennies on the dollar per right. stream Pittance. so he's like why yeah. why wouldn't you sell it because it's just bastardized anyway in fact and that's don't forget lead. don't forget the group of parasites such as ourselves who have parodied <laughs> these guys yes for her entire career by the way at the end of the show i'll be playing some of the greatest twisted <laughs> tunes <laughs> Well time plug, Bob. Uh, Good Bob on Dylan, you. Bravo. Well Crosby. Uh, do I have a Stevie <laughs> Nicks one? I'm sure I must. So anyway, look. Uh, all right, you just unloaded a lot there, Zip. And all of <laughs> I it. Did? All of it. I disagree. What did I with. say? Well, first off, <laughs> no. Spotify is the best thing to ever happen to music, and uh, old whiny artists <laughs> who say Spotify doesn't pay them enough are entitled, stuck up, megalomaniacs who simply lament the fact that they can't compete. Spotify, <laughs> Spotify streaming now pays more than record sales used to pay. It's just that it distributes it more equitably. When Bob Dylan was an artist on CBS, uh, you had to get a contract with CBS to even get your material distributed. Now, that, to okay. get your material all distributed, right. all you need is a smartphone. Put it up. <laughs> Put it up. Yeah. And so, yeah. Forget, but anyway... It is the democratization, yes. It is. And, uh, and you know who hates democratization? <laughs> monopolists. Big, monstrous monopolies. <laughs> yes. So, That's true. Uh, so anyway, uh, Bob Dylan got I three. Agree, I agree with you on that. But also, you know, the, the one thing about finally getting a record deal, if you did get one, it immediately got your face out of the crowd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Just, there just wasn't as as crowded a marketplace for if sure. If the record company promoted you right, promoted they didn't you, get or sick yeah. of you. They used to let a lot of people die in the vine. They used to sign an artist like Billy Joel. 
and they'd sign them to a five album deal and sometimes it wouldn't break until the third album but they believed in the artist right that back when they believed in artist development yeah, yeah. that has gone away but again back in the day if you were sunny and Cher, they gave you a television show if you <laughs> were two true. people funnier than sunny and Cher, shut up and sit down <laughs> Sunny and Cher have the show. Again, right. the internet is a great equalizer. It's it's double-edged yeah. sword. So Crosby gets, uh, not Crosby, Dylan, Dylan. gets $300 million. Okay. Why did he sell it? Are you posing that question or are you setting uh, well, up your I want your theories. I I just think that... I, artists are, are notoriously either, of, they're one of two ilk. They are uh, overconfident and conceited and, and um, narcissists, or they're completely insecure about their, their body of work and or their abilities. And I, I, I don't know if he's just looking to pass a lot of dough down to his, his uh, underlings. If he has, I know he has one kid. I know, you know, the, the other singer. Okay. I don't know how many grandchildren he has or other siblings say so now you're, you're zeroing in on it kind of and again i'm reading this out of the wall street journal okay yes. so i know you guys don't subscribe to that because you're <laughs> okay you're so hearts. was it a yeah. was it a legacy based move you're close was it for, for okay. posterity so here's the deal and and it's really interesting um modern changes in royalty payments and tax laws Involved ah. with estate planning, okay. change everything. In other words, if you uh, royalties are treated differently in taxes than a portfolio, mm -hmm. which you can invest and just basically manage, royalties are and, and I kind of know this because I still get a twenty-five dollar check now and then <laughs> for Twisted Christmas. In fact, Lisa and I got some money this week. That's cool. It's it's not much money. And um, it, let me put it to this way. It's maybe in a year after I split it with the co-writers, mm -hmm. the only person I screwed over was the drummer on the very first album. <laughs> <laughs> At least you admit it. All right, fellas, I'm going to hit the hay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but seriously, uh, after Zip, I, I learned to just... He knows. I learned to, to really value value the people I worked with, and yes. uh, and so after all is said and done, mm -hmm. it's a it's a really small little check. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's like tip money. But if I had the chance to sell the entire Twisted Christmas catalog, yes, and put it in an index fund, oh, all the paperwork it goes away. All the, uh, you know, annoying, I mean, literally, I'll get, a, I'll get a royalty statement for dressing up like Santa Claus as soon as I get out yeah. on parole, which is one of the songs <laughs> we did. I think, Zip, you played yes. on that. <laughs> I was, you know, um, I was just thinking, look at artists who paint their paintings after they pass on. Yeah. Did they have any legal, especially go, going way back? Oh, oh, what are you asking specifically? To protect to protect their intellectual property. I mean, right. you know, that's another. It's it's at least he's in control. Of, of yeah, so I have some knowledge of the music business because I I dabble in it as a as a really right. low life. I don't know about art, uh, but I'm pretty sure reproduction must be licensed and paid for. So it's probably we've heard similar. your tunes, yeah. Bob. We know you know nothing about art. Yeah, thank you. Well, um, <laughs> Atta boy, Ed. <laughs> Give him another haymaker. Sounds good. Um, I'm so used to this. Plus, you guys know my wife. So, really. Yes, no, this, I've been practicing for you guys all day. <laughs> Not in the biblical sense. All right. It's got to be a legacy. I'm getting older, so let me get out a thought before you Feel distract free. me. Okay. okay, sorry. So, uh, look, what ends up happening is it's like an annuity. Uh-huh. You have, this, uh, you have these publishing uh, rules that require tons of maintenance. You're too old to go out there and lobby Ford to use your song in a commercial. Yeah. Hmm. But if you sell the publishing to someone for a bunch of cash. They'll peddle it. <laughs> well, not only will they peddle it, 
But that improves your value in other ways. So uh, it, first off, it, 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 look, you may be against putting your stuff in commercials, mm-hmm. which Bob Dylan kind of always was. But at 80, the only commercials you're going to see are prescription medications on the Evening <laughs> News and Jeopardy. <laughs> Play it on your local. That's a callback to where we started this discussion. Mm. Yes. And anyway, it, it, it makes a lot of sense tax-wise. It makes a lot of sense for your family and for your heirs. And seriously, Paul McCartney wrote a song, When I'm 64. Yeah. Not having any idea that he'd be touring when he was 74. Yeah. Will you still need me play with my pee-pee when I'm 64? Yeah. Hmm. But uh, I still, and maybe this is ageist. Maybe. And what I notice is you guys like to knock me down, but you never take a stand for yourself. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> but isn't 80, like if I make it to 80, no one, yeah. uh, some in my immediate family, but very few make it that far. Uh-huh. I have one 96-year-old grandma. Right. Well, see, your DNA has the, the possibility. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. It's there. Uh, but, uh, and she was a, a rather ornery. <laughs> what a surprise. So hanging around with you guys might be good conditioning. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but seriously, at 80, it's time for you to smile if you still have teeth. <laughs> and Enjoy. now the end is near. <laughs> And so I face these vinyl curtains. <laughs> the vinyl curtain. I love it. What? So what? In this article in in the yes. Wall Street Journal, what did it allude to? Was the reason? Tell us. Well, oh, so there are a couple of things. Uh, <laughs> they talked about Dylan, and they talked about the reasons. And by the way, there are many other artists uh, that sold Doing their songs. Uh, this particular company. Uh, Mercuradios is called Hypnosis. It's spelled H-I-P as in hip replacement. Mm. Gnosis, G-N-O-S-I-S. It's got a market capitalization of $1.66 billion and they have a portfolio of 60,000 songs from Journey, Blondie, Richie Mm -hmm. Sambora, Chrissy Hind, Nikki Six, and Steve Winwood. And 10 of the current top 30 most streamed songs on Spotify. Wow. So what they say is when we own the songs, we're investors. We don't care about the music. They don't exactly say that, but they don't. No. We're there to provide greater exposure. (laughs) Licensing the songs. By the way, not just for commercials. Yeah, but largely know. for commercials. Movies with gas stuff, X, but... my friend, you're not <laughs> farting in the wind. With gas X, no farting in the wind. wind? You can do a better job than me. But, uh, but movies, television yeah. shows, video mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. These which lumps. is a big, which, yeah. which is a huge place for placement of ads these days, video yeah. games. Yeah. The head of uh, this hypnosis uh, told uh, Rolling Stone, I'm not in the publishing business. I'm in the song management business. Right. You know, Crosby is home taking care of his dentures and uh, FaceTiming his <laughs> grandchildren. He doesn't have time to manage his songs. Yes, that's true. Uh, Crosby, by the way, was really grumbly. He said, I can't work, and streaming stole my record money. <laughs> I have a family and a mortgage, and I have to take care of them. So selling my music is my only option. When asked if he got anything near what Bob Dylan said, he said, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the reason for that. His his music doesn't have as a, you know does not have apparent hooks in them. They're not right. you know aside from a maybe some of the Crosby, Stills and Nash stuff, but I don't know if that includes that. Yeah, some of that catalog it must because he wrote some of them. But, and um, and there yeah. is lots of speculation of what Bob Dylan's music would be good for in commercials. Thanks to Ed Kelly and his team of creative comedy writers, <laughs> we have a few samples. Oh, the times they are when it's time your baby needs a changing, trust the diapers babies love best. Huggies. Oh, the times they are Huggies. Okay, oh, that's, that's one. <laughs> I want to see if you got any of the ones I got. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> 
Getting a good night's sleep is crucial, and no one knows better than music legend Bob Dylan. On a brand new Tempur-Pedic mattress, that is. <laughs> Available wherever fine bedding is sold. Tempur-Pedic. All right. I had a slightly different version of that one, and it, uh, it involved Sildenafil. Okay. <laughs> I figured as much. Uh, yeah. It had the word rock hard in it, but never mind. <laughs> I ain't gonna work on Maggie's farm no more. Bob Dylan is ready for the next challenge, and you will be too with ZipRecruiter, the online employment experts. Log on today and kiss that dead end farm job goodbye. I ain't gonna work on Maggie's farm no more. ZipRecruiter. I love that Zip, song. You got too. a shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? The problem is they're going to go work on Jeff Bezos' farm now. This is it. Well, I did the uh, Lincoln Nationals for a time for a couple of years, and Shiny Toy Guns was the uh, the band that provided the music for Underneath. Hmm. And I remember it being mid six figures that they paid them for six months' use wow. of that song. Yeah. yeah, and that's when all the, the the bands went. Wait a minute, why are we against commercials again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, it sells records. Yeah. Even mm. if it's a commercial, it sells records. I, look, if you're an artist in your 20s and 30s, mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. height of your career, and yeah. people believe that you stand for something, and that you're not really just a selfish, sociopathic egomaniac, <laughs> you've got them fooled for a little while. There you go. <laughs> then On a much more somber note sure, um yeah. you know the tune still the one right orleans yes orleans yes. And, and it's currently i think being used in an applebee's spot is I'm it pretty really? sure but for a while uh network, it was the network. abc used it sure. as a new season yeah uh, whatever yeah um, anyway that. long story short the band orleans a friend of a friend of ours fly amero dennis amero's in that band he's in but the band yeah the guy who sings that track um larry hoppin who was uh, John Hall was actually the songwriter. John Hall and his he wife passed away, wrote right? the tune. Yeah. Well, he committed suicide Ooh. because of financial well, that's passing away. Technically. Yes. Well, <laughs> well no, Sorry, I'm just I didn't saying. Make a joke out of it. Flag on the play. He, he, <laughs> even, but John Hall, you know, obviously recouped all most of that cash from oh. the, you know, do you know what I mean? So even though he was in the same band, he didn't see any of that. Right. Obviously, he didn't have the publishing. So it can be. Yeah. Uh, well, who knows what deal deference. they made? Uh, yeah. and, and, uh, and like our friend Fly was in and out of that band a couple of times and now is a great member of the band. Probably doesn't have a lot of publishing. Uh, and, yeah, unless they've recorded new stuff. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Here's, but here's how he benefits. If Still the One is still a massively huge recognizable song, which movies and commercials will do, yeah. when Orleans gets vaccinated... <laughs> They're back in business. It goes back out yeah. this summer. People have a pent up desire yeah. to hear more than twenty eight seconds of the song. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, yeah. I like what personally what Taylor Swift has done. Uh, she sold her catalog, her old catalog. Uh, that somebody uh, yes. purchased it from her without really somehow she didn't have a lot to do with it because she didn't own the publishing. She didn't own the rights to sell it, and her, right. and, and her record company. She got mad at because they didn't offer her rights to first refusal first, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right, a first refusal. So she's just re-recording all her old songs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, what they bought is the rights to the masters. Right. And so she's going to make new masters. Here's exactly. uh, This is something I know a lot about. Because right. every twisted tune is a recreation of a classic no, it's, master. No, it's because you know a lot about everything, Bob. If, <laughs> Thank you, you very much. If you don't think so, ask Some, you. Somehow I, <laughs> somehow I feel like that's not really the compliment it looks like. <laughs> On the surface, yes. I have turned to you on many occasions to ask you about performance and, and you know copyrighted stuff. So. Yeah. I'm a Jill of many trades. I Jill, hope to someday okay. be a Jack. <laughs> Can we add ass to the suffix? Yeah. <laughs> and you often tell me that it's it's a matter of uh, how far somebody will go legally yes. to mm -hmm. curtail the use. Uh, yeah. Legal battles are about having a war chest, which is why right. you will find that some people who are guilty aren't prosecuted. Right. And some people who are prosecuted didn't really do much but can't defend themselves. Mm-hmm. In the case of Taylor Swift, she had no rights to prevent her catalog from being sold. 
No. She, you know, as an artist, was offended. She's young. By the way, younger people are allowed all kinds of tantrums for not knowing how the world works. <laughs> yes. I just believe that from grandchildren yeah. on up to when I got sober in my mid-30s. And I was like, <laughs> holy crap. You mean actions have consequences and I have to take responsibility for it? <laughs> That wanes yes. with along with your testosterone. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> so anyway, back to that basic premise. Um, yeah. Taylor Swift, uh, after she sold the song rights, right. uh, was very upset, very vocal about it. And then they oh, were yeah. resold to somebody else. For a lot more dough. I yes. mean, significantly more dough. And it's ticked her off so much. And by the way, I think this is immature behavior on her part. Mm. It's ticked her off so much that she wants to go into the studio and remake all those masters. Now, the right. problem with that is, from a guy who makes twisted tunes, mm -hmm. so I do know something about this, it's super hard to make it exact. Yeah. Possible, uh, we came pretty close, but her <laughs> remakes will have to be labeled as such. Yes, and her fans, the uh, Swifties or whatever they're called, will will follow in droves, and they'll just go out and rebuy her catalog. A lot of them. That would be good. Maybe she'll yeah. make money off it. But maybe you know what she's not doing while she's doing that? Uh, calling me. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. I wanted that to marinate for a bit. <laughs> No, she's not. I know you date lots of younger women. <laughs> Wouldn't you charge her a penny? <laughs> and you'd love a chance. But. Yes. <laughs> so, no, she's not writing new songs and making new records. I mean, who wants to, who would like, like, imagine if Bob and Zip went back and, all right, we don't own the rights to our shows on WAF. Let's just uh, get the scripts and redo them. I was like, <laughs> wouldn't you have to do the magic? Who would want to do that? <laughs> Who'd want to listen? <laughs> At least Zip shares in your insult. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm very democratic that way. I spread it far and wide. And even so, right. yeah. so uh, anyway, that's the big story about Bob Dylan and all these people selling their songs. I find it to be a pleasant distraction from, uh, you know, actual real news. In fact, there isn't really mm. much real news now. The... Uh, See what the other thing I got is. Oh, I don't know if I want to do that one yet. Hmm. All right. Lisa. Tonight I walked by Lisa. Uh huh. In the living room. Yes. And she was watching a television show that okay. I would never watch. Now I'm guessing. <laughs> Zip, that happens to you with Jeannie. Yes. Yes, it does. And Ed, that You're happens correct, to you sir. with whatever your flavor of the year is. <laughs> Her name She's is watching Lizzie. Sesame Street usually. I imagine. <laughs> no, she is not. <laughs> Sorry, but she does like horror. And but you, I got, don't. you do have to admit, I owe you at least five. And, so. <laughs> and <laughs> Susie is the girl that I'll be with tonight. <laughs> hey, right. around. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell my story because I stopped and I sat down, almost like I was at a museum, yeah. to examine what the appeal. Of this show is. Look at you. And you understand. By the way, she was uncomfortable that I sat down. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Not, that's not the first time. No. Well, it was like, what are you doing here? I was like, well, yeah. I've never seen this show. You don't need to yeah. see it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't this Dr. Is my show, Pimple Bob. Popper, was it? <laughs> yeah, no. This is my show, Bob. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Other than her voice. <laughs> impression has been nailed. So yeah. I, I, I sat down watching. Can you guess what show? Um, All right. What time it, was it? It was on tonight, and it was this. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday night, and it was a. It's a very big, huge network show. Wheel of Torture. <laughs> no. Now that's Zip, um, and Jeannie just what, keeps what walking. She doesn't what sit network? there. <laughs> what network? Oh, I don't know what network. It was on that. This TV. is us. Huh. This is us? No, it was no, it wasn't. The Bachelorette. Oh my god, gag me. Kill me already. Take me out. <laughs> Could not watch that trek. I I guess it's a female appeal though. Well, and, and so what I see is uh, and I walked in in the middle. Of course. I see this extremely hot 
Um, I don't know if the politically correct word is, it's not mulatto. I guess it's mixed race, but mostly African-American, very beautiful girl mm-hmm. with, you know, ample cleavage. <laughs> and, you know, I guess they don't pick anybody that's ugly. Please, that Bob, cleavage, steak who talks. Yeah. <laughs> and there, she's in a room with two guys. You're so unwoke. On a couch. Yes. And she's got a rose in her hand. Uh-huh. Now, as I understand it, the rose has some significance. Significance, yes, it does. And she starts to... And, and so I said to Lisa, "What's it, does she give the rose to the one she likes or the one she's telling to go pound? <laughs> yeah. And she just looks at me like, shut up. What a, mor- what a moron. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but what's funny is, as a husband and wife, she'll do that to me in, in the middle of anything. She'll st- of she'll just like burst in when I'm trying to watch 60 Minutes or something and say, but that is a crazy idea. But anyway, so, so I start to watch, and the woman turns to this first guy, and she says, I've really enjoyed getting to know you. And I went, that's the kiss of death. <laughs> it's, a, it's, yeah, it's something from the top of the tombstone. Yeah. So she's yeah. getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. And then she finishes, but she turns to the other guy and she says, I also have enjoyed getting to know you. And with each of the guys, there was a huge butt. And so with the first guy, she basically said, uh, you're very full of yourself and I oh don't see us. As a thing. And with the second guy, she said, you're stupid, immature, and I don't see us as a thing. And I'm like, <laughs> who gets the rose here? Yeah. And, and this was the shocker. Apparently, it was a shocker episode tonight. Okay. One of the guys got sent home. And by the way, he was the good-looking square jaw anchor. Right. I assumed he was full of himself. Just because if I looked at that, I, I'd be full of myself. You might, you might be a little vain as well, yeah. Anyway, he was like mortally offended that she was. He was like, <laughs> of course. The look on his eyes was, you're rejecting me? <laughs> and she walks him out to the car, very yeah. uncomfortable. Yes. Gets in a limo, and, and the limo door closes, and he's like, you know, you know he wanted to say you know, bad words yeah. about her, but he was he, Of course. TV. Yeah. Then she goes back to the other guy, and they show the other guy just before she comes back in. Mm-hmm. And he's got one of those plastic things of Tic Tacs. And he's downing <laughs> like 10 Tic Tacs because he's going to get some tongue. He thinks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, this is just a mating ritual. Right. Why do women watch this? And it's the modern day version of the dating game without Jim Lang. Is yes. what it is. Yeah. It's the dating game. And isn't it also soap opera? Yeah, great uh, reality, little yeah, reality yeah. TV. There know, are no new ideas. Shit, yeah, you know. So she sits down and she looks at that guy and she goes, "Don't think you want anything. I'm not giving you the rose either." <laughs> and she starts to tell him how immature he is. Oh my god! And then they go back into a room with, I guess there's still a dozen other guys. Uh-huh. So they must limit it down to two, and one of them's going to get booted. Right. And if she could have booted both of them, she would. <laughs> And now she's just, to me, an SUB. An SUB? Yeah, you know what an SUB is. Oh, SUV. SUB. SUB, SUB. Uh, I can't remember the acronym. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to keep this show... Uh, G-rated? Less, uh, less uh, explicit. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> well, the first two words are stuck up. All right, I'm picking up what you're laying down now. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm thinking this, and then she basically, and then they basically, she has a mini date with each of the guys where they all pretend they're madly in love with her. And I'm thinking, what I'd like to see on this show is all of them naked. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, I'd like to see them all walk out on her. Look, you know, oh, we <laughs> thought it would be fun being on this show, but you're such an SUB. Uh, we're all out. Yeah, you're too big of yourself. None of us has got a shot anyway. We just None of us want to marry you. And, and if we did, we'd be miserable. That's right. And we know it. At that point, Lisa gave me a look like, get out of the room. Yes, please leave. And I did. Uh, 
Good man. Total Good transparency man. here. I'm avoiding a pet accident. I've got to let the dog out. I'm back in like one minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to. I don't want to clean you know, it up. If you Even thought this reality, is recorded, this is what I love about live radio. Go ahead. If, if you I'll be right back. Reality television was shitty. <laughs> All right, there he goes. Wait till you hear reality podcast. Uh, would you like wow. to know a uh, piece of uh, trivia while we wait for? Sure. sure. Why not? I almost, I almost should uh, wait for him for this, but I won't. Uh, yeah. Why do you think? Do I think the bathroom is sometimes referred to as the head? Take all the time you need. The head. That, that that's a marinary term. Ah, you're, wow. You're a Jill, too. I'm what? A Jill of all trades. Oh, I, I, thought, you mean, I thought you were telling me. I was agile or something. I'm thinking, it's, a marin, it's a mariner term, right? Now, do you know the, yeah. uh, the, the behind the scenes? I don't believe I do. I just, uh, I just remember that it is, uh, uh, yeah. Right. Let's see if Zip has it. Zip, you there? Crisis averted, yes. Right. Good. <laughs> now, did, you, did your wow. dog go that quickly, or did you just leave him outside? No, no, no. Actually, it was a false alarm. It was a snack. It was a snack bait. You, you got fooled. You got played by I the did. dog. Oh, every day. It's, I yeah. just can't keep reacting. Um, Zip, why, why are toilets sometimes referred to as the head? Must have something to do with the a maritime. Both got thing, that part correct? right. Okay. Wow. So uh, it's not Stormy Daniels. There's no reference at all, right? No. <laughs> uh, the United States Navy used to put toilets at the head of the ship instead of the back. Okay. You would think, why? I would think they would go, you know, in the rear. But no. Uh, the Navy put the toilets at the head because in the bow, it's a place that's downwind most of the time. From ah. the people on deck. <laughs> also, the, uh, the and the and the head used to literally be like a, um, a like an outdoor crapper that you would yeah. go down an, into the water. An outhouse, an outhouse. Yeah, only yes. out really outside, but on the yeah. and the on the bow of the ship. What it was is that the quote droppings and stuff. Mm -hmm. As the, the ballast bow, as it were. As the ship's bow would hit the waves, <laughs> yes. it would clean off the sides of the ship. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's the shittiest trivia I have heard in a long you time. You know, I have found that reading Quora is way more interesting than cable news. <laughs> okay. But, not Zip, you're a huge fan of MSNBC and that uh, Rachel Maddow person. And I understand she has a new book out. She does have a new book out, but I, I'm not a huge specific fan of her program. I do like Brian Williams. The Eleventh Hour is is interesting. You I like Brian Williams? I got it was shot at on his way uh, out of Vietnam in the helicopter. <laughs> but By the way, I, he, he I like have, Brian Williams as well. <laughs> he does have great anchor chops. He does. Oh, you just yes, like his chops as a as yeah, a broadcaster? Yes. No cred, yes, but a great delivery. Yeah, I, I like him too. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, did you say absolutely. I, I very I met him, by the way? I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I misunderstood. Have you read Rachel's book? Uh, I, she's just started hyping it, but they were going through the many parallels between Sparrow Agnew's unglorious dismissal and uh, oh, and Trump. I mean, the same. He used the you know attacking the media. There's he a was, ton yeah, of he, different. He was a straight up gangster. Yeah, yeah he was. He oh, was Sparrow Agnew. Yes. Okay, for those under the age of 100. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. No one remembers him. Yeah. No, but Rachel does a good job we've, of this. We've aged out. I, I split does. my time between her, Tucker Carlson, and a test pattern, just so that I get all views. <laughs> <laughs> Boop! <laughs> uh, but what she does, she will frequently start her program out with a story about history. And then yes. she'll compare it to the present. Uh, last week it was that. something about another, uh, oh shoot, what was it? Oh, it was someone else uh, challenging the results of an election who tried right. to pardon a whole bunch of people. It was a governor. And what they did is they were afraid, he was going to pardon like a whole bunch of felons. 
and they swore in the new guy secretly three days early so his pardons wouldn't count. Wow. And that was a Rachel Maddow show. So tonight, yeah. was this last night about Spiro Agnes? Well, yeah, the book came out today, actually. So she'll be on the press uh, junket, we'll as it, it were. Mm-hmm. So why, how is Spiro Agnew like Trump? I've never seen a building with his name on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think his blatant, you know, abuse of media and, you know, all the same tricks, the same con man routines. Dirty tricks. We'll be looking for that. No. Meanwhile, ready to join us now, the legendary Spike O'Neill. The Bob and Zip Show. Spike, live from Seattle. How are you? Good. You know how some moments in your life you were just born to be at the right place at the right time? Yeah. Spiro Agnew was the governor of my state of Maryland before he was oh, vice good. president so you can fill us Richard in. Nixon. I know all about Spiro All right, hold on. Your microphone isn't working right. It's not. What's wrong You with have it? to select the roadcaster right now. Oh, really? I haven't done anything. Okay, just go to down I'll, to I'll the... Go, I'll go to, go to clean feed. Go it, to the little wheel. Little gear wheel. It says uh-huh. use browser setting. Uh-huh. Select Click on that Roadcaster, select Roadcaster Pro or yeah. Multi-Channel. Roadcaster you sound like you're in the next stall. Yeah. As live and right now. And all the ships at sea. <laughs> How about that? Is that <laughs> Hold on. Stay, I'm going to edit this, so start with that voice. Ready? Spike O'Neill. Good morning, and all the ships at sea. Now, welcome, and hearty welcome. <laughs> now, Spike. Do you know Rachel Maddow is why I became a lesbian, by the way? You, what was that? <laughs> Rachel Maddow was the reason I became a lesbian. I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Just to be part of that world. You're a good, uh, you're a good man, and you're you're a fan of hers as well. Now you're I'm pretty, a huge fan of hers. Pretty good and history. You, I heard you buff. talking about. The, yeah, I heard you talking about the Spiro T. Agnew connection with uh, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Now um, Spiro Agnew was, of course, the governor of my state of Maryland. Oh. Before he was uh, vice, before he was vice president for Nixon. In fact, he was the governor of Maryland when I was born in, wow. uh, in the great state of Maryland, my Maryland. And, and Maryland was is a pretty corrupt, up so... freaking gangster. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Want to know how corrupt Maryland was? You know who the mayor of Baltimore was? Mm-hmm. Tommy DeLisandro. You know what the Nancy Pelosi's maiden name was? Delisandro. Tommy DeLisandro's daughter. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, you don't talk about straight up crooked. She's a whiz. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Agnew was. Uh, it, it wasn't just that he knew how to. I mean, Zip was right. He knew how to manipulate the media, but he went on this. I mean, and they. Maddow. She addressed it a little bit last night, and I'm sure she will in other interviews. But uh, Agnew had a campaign to attack the uh, Justice Department, attacked the CIA, the FBI, attacked members of Congress who were coming after him, attacked the media. I mean, the, he wrote the playbook, like Zip said, on how to yeah. how to how to navigate through. Um, through a, a, a corruption or a, or you know Con conspiracy, game, really, yeah, uh, yeah. Is it yeah. he who had the phrase he called them nattering nabobs of negativity? Yes, gotta yes, gotta say that's good branding. I still that's remember great branding, but I gotta nattering. say both those guys stole it from Hitler's Mein Kampf. They really did. I mean, come on, <laughs> let's give credit where credit is due. Mm, yeah, that was dispelled that myth though that that uh, Trump read Mein Kampf on a. Because he doesn't read. Copying his nightstand. Because he doesn't read. He had it on on tape. He had it on tape. (laughs) By the way, remember um, remember the picture of the one guy who wasn't Zeke Heiling in that in that whole thing. uh -uh. Have you ever seen that one picture? I show this picture of like 10,000 faithful Germans and one guy's got his arms crossed. I ain't buying this bullshit. I ain't buying it. has been not buying. Yeah. <laughs> that guy? Neville Surely Chamberlain, before his demise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. And part oh. of him was over there. And part of him was over there. <laughs> I want you to check out the real line to this new resort called Auschwitz. Oh. You're going to love it. Oh, you like baking, right? Right. Good. Oh. Sorry, guys. So, so dark. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you just get that? That's great. <laughs> I, I do know by now that when the bull comes into the china shop, I should just get out of the way. What's, there's an old saying on the street. When the bull comes in the china shop, buy paper plates. That's right. Yes. And by right. way, who needs crack when you're Spike? So <laughs> I don't have any. I have a theory, Spike, that you and Zip are both really going to miss Trump because what are you going to rail about? What are you going to hate? He ain't going anywhere. I, I told you this last week. When you said anywhere. he ain't going anywhere, what do you mean? He thinks he's coming back. 
he's going to, he, I, when I said before he was going to have a rally uh, opposite the uh, inauguration to launch his 2024 campaign. Sure. That's what he's going to do. He's going to campaign for four years. But I see, I love God. this. Why do you not love it? Because he's a, f pardon my French, um, <laughs> he is dangerously unhinged and leading 40% of America off a cliff. Yeah. And you're right, it's not going to be 70 million followers. That was English. But it's going to be, no. it's going to be five. And by the way, the longer he does this, let me give you my yeah. theory. First off, okay. uh, you know, I'm different from you guys in that I really... You have no future left to worry about. You're so old. You're just be, uh, for, Are you people listening for the whole show? The plans can be left for us younger guys. <laughs> no, did I no. nail it? Yeah, yeah, pretty nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, what? 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 So I have faith. <laughs> I have faith in people's nature, even when they make a mistake, and that includes me as a recovering, yes. uh, you know, twelve stepper. And, and, and look, the fact that uh, the fact that he did so well at energizing his base and energizing people to vote, not just for him, but for his opponent, is a skill. Yeah. And uh, rather than frighten me, it makes me happy that more Americans than ever before pay attention to government. And while in the near term, that seems like a bad thing, one thing I've noticed, because again, I have friends of all persuasions, I, we can put some echo on this podcast and call it our echo chamber, but... <laughs> you know, I talked to dear friends, a couple today, yesterday, who voted for Trump the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, several I know didn't vote for him the second time because it was just like, okay, this is too crazy. And I believe it that's the difference, work. by the way. He didn't lose the election because he wasn't a great campaigner and we were unaware of him. Um, he lost it because just enough people said, eh, I'm going to vote for the Republican senators, but I'm going to take a chance on the old guy who should be watching Wheel of Fortune instead. So that, I mean, he lost, basically. And that's good. But in this whole, like, I was really worried at first because they said like 70% of his supporters thought the election was stolen. Yeah. And then... Last week, a study came out and said it was down to 40%. It was 30, last I heard. Okay, yeah. and today it was 30, and I called a friend of mine, someone you know, who I happen to know can vote. I don't like to out people. Right. Unless they're gay. Unless he's <laughs> Just kidding. Someone with a thriving business that needs to earn a living. You don't want to call I'll him give, a Trump supporter. Right. I'll, I'll give you such a pinch, Bob. By the way, my son, one of my sons, I'll leave it anonymous, I once mentioned he was kind of leaned in the right direction a little and oh you've anyway so back to the subject <laughs> wow. mission. Well, but, and, and by Seriously? the way i thought just, you guys had a kill button for a minute just there. so Jeez. you know no one no one will print this but i know why the polls are off just from my own experience with people there are a bunch of hardcore conservative people who would never admit or want to be known That's that they true. will vote for Trump because they know he's not an ethical person with their values. Right. right. It's just that they believe that liberals and Democrats are wrong for America. And I have every bit of respect for their right to think that. So anyway. Yeah, I mean, five-day work weeks, 40-hour work weeks, kids <laughs> that don't have to have jobs. Okay. What kind of socialist anarchy garbage is that? Yeah. Ed, can you Jesus. do the sound effects of the bull in the china shop right now? Jesus. <laughs> Crazy liberal agenda. What was you and your, your clean water and your clean air. What's next? What's next? Safe food and medicine? Jesus. Get out of the crib, why don't you? <laughs> and again, I love what you're saying. I just know I have to get out of the way. You know, I hear me. you, brother. I know. But I, I, but I, anyway, so as a freak, so this know, friend I spoke with today, and mm -hmm. and he's a friend who's more than likely to be commenting about Nancy Pelosi's ugliness or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he was saying like, this guy's unhinged. You know, <laughs> he just to let it go. The election was not stolen from him. And so why I love. What's going on is that I trust people, Republicans, Democrats, in-betweens, doesn't matter. If he really does something that tacky and that bad, mm -hmm. like he could already shoot a quarter of a million people <laughs> with a virus and kill them. Right, right, and not lose a vote. 
But if he, well, he lost just enough to lose. But if he, um, if he does something that bad, I believe in the basic goodness of people, all people, even the ones I disagree with. I'm, I'm, I'm more troubled by the um, refusal of the Republican Party to, to not to disavow this clown. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, 20, yeah, 27 Republicans have not acknowledged me. Not troubled that by Biden it at all. Won. You want to know why? Why? It's real simple. If your job depends uh, on appealing to a certain constituency, constituency, yeah. there's absolutely no way you can tell that whole constituency. In other words, look, in a way, their refusal could be looked at in a positive light. Mm -hmm. It proves they work for the people. They work for the people. And, They're serving and, them. They're and until the polls, yeah. like right now, we're about to get marijuana reform. Uh, it's like 60, 70% of the population is like, stop it. Just tax it like liquor stores. And, right. and, and so that's going to happen only because the people moved. Even President Obama is on tape saying marriage is between a man and a woman when you know. Yeah, he evolved. He loves show tunes his whole life. Yeah, he does. You know he does. He does. <laughs> and this is the thing I wish more people would realize that politics is mostly about hypnotism and hurting a base of people to vote in a predictable way for your donors and for the companies that back you. Like when it comes yeah, to goodness yeah. and leadership, which is what I focus on, I wish everyone did. You know, you got to go with the individual man and their behavior. Yeah, and, but yeah, but I, uh, you, yeah. you can't let the inmates run the asylum, and that's what they're doing. Well, unfortunately, were, that is what of their democracy is. is. I'm bull on you, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> that is what it is. Yes, lunatics no. running the asylum. And, and if you don't, and isn't the whole point of democracy to trust in the basic nature of the population to correct its mistakes and swing back and forth and make them, but ultimately love each other and want what's best absolutely you're absolutely right and it was uh, as a graduate of my own high school in baltimore maryland baltimore polytechnic institute named hl mencken mm -hmm. who said that one day america will get the president they deserve and he and we did <laughs> <laughs> he's i'm not kidding and he's, by the he's, way he yeah. said, that you know, should teach you a lesson unlike uh unlike zip's dog who can constantly cajole him into free treats the weather <laughs> no i i view this past four years first off like you know i voted republican you and i remember the bush gore uh, election we sat up uh, we were we were in hawaii That's we right, were yeah. up in hawaii we stayed up to like 5 a.m at one point, they called it for Gore. Then yeah. they called it for Bush. Then they said, uh, scratch all of that. We don't know. So oh, you guys are idiots, aren't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that's relevant to anything in this conversation. Yeah. Hey, uh, why'd you invent the interweb anyhow? <laughs> I like naked pictures. Tipper won't let me have any. Oh, well, that's good. Well, she I wants to, to find them. a place to find them. <laughs> you can't put label uh, warning labels across nipplages. It ain't it ain't cool. <laughs> that's come we got that's an inconvenient truth you've told there. <laughs> Parental advisory, by the way, for this show. <laughs> Anyway. Boy, where were you guys on? Where, where bits go to die, huh? On the night of November third and two thousand. Awesome. Okay, oh. so uh, enough yeah. politics. What else is going on yeah. in, your, in your world? I know you got to spit out the poison politics, but that's okay. I do. No, no, it's you know it's beginning to smell a lot like Christmas around here. It's beginning it? to smell a yeah. lot like yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I've been baking uh, pumpkin bread, and I've been. Making Jack's party mix, put the tree up today, got the house decorated this weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, Did you have nice. your skirt taken in? Uh, my skirt, no, 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 no. I let He's, it out. I know it kind of, the salt he, in that he Jack's party likes mix plays wearing havoc. Scottish clothing. Uh, yeah, yeah so mm -hmm. I understand. I'm Scottish. Uh, I hear you, brother. Um, no, it's just, it's nice. You know, the girls are here. My mother-in-law's in the house, too. It's nice. We're going to have a... Your you know, mother-in-law's nice in nice the COVID house? Christmas. Yeah. Oh, COVID my God. Christmas. That'll take the tilt out your kilt. <laughs> I, I, it will. <laughs> oh, my God. There was, I saw this show. Um, oh, what was it called? Oh, Dick. Something about Dick. Now, pardon my... I know that's not going to be good. Um, <laughs> Wait, that was the interweb, I'll bet. <laughs> I know. It was... Uh, oh, my God. I, I'm sorry to just derail the whole conversation. That's okay. It was Billy Corrigan was the re reason... Or Billy Conley. I'm sorry. Billy Conley. Conley. I thought of the it. Scottish comic, yes. But it was... Oh, my, um, oh, my it was uh 
Oh my God! You, the the cast in this thing was phenomenal. Was it a movie? No, it was it was a it was a TV show about a live stage production. Okay. And it had like um, God, I'm, and I'm totally brain farting on everybody now. Tracy, uh, what's her, what's her name? Tracy Ullman. Ullman, yeah. Was in it. Um, Daphne from uh, Frasier was in it. What's her name? Moon, right? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Last name. Um, Eddie Azard was in it. Um, yes. It was He's it was cross dressing comic from Britain. Br- it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Uh, but but uh, Conley was in it, and he he did a, a a Scottish policeman, and no one can understand what word he said the entire freaking thing. <laughs> By the way, everybody <laughs> over there is brilliant, dead brilliant, dead brilliant, dead great brilliant, stare at me, laddie, great brilliant, great, freaking second wagon. He was at Hitler's last rally. Well, you know what? Gaelic is pretty. Gaelic is pretty Scottish. Oh, you too. I would love to see Zip. I would love to see Ed and Spike in an argument. They can use any voice but their own. Can you try that? I'm going to set a timer. You guys just argue with each other, like you were Hello. doing with Bush and Gar, but just pick a voice and then the Hello. other one argues. Ready? This is Larry King. You're on the air. Hello. I can't believe you, of all people who've been through what, 27,000 wives? How dare you? You have no ground. Captain. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> I'm in love. Somebody stop me. I'm in love. <laughs> that didn't last long. Well, now we're done. He, he, he went, How do he you went attack to, George Takai? I know, right? He's like a national treasure. Yeah. He smells so good. He smells like vanilla cookies. It's wonderful. <laughs> well, I think vanilla cookies and spike like baking has got to be the highlight of the show so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad statement. Isn't it? And, well, it, it's a good time. I, I mean, let's all be... Let's all be optimistic. <laughs> Now you're doing heavy metal. Uh, We are, uh, as you know, today on television, the very first vaccination shot was given in Great Britain. Hello, Bob. Nice to be with you. 80-year-old woman who happens to be... I'm sorry, the fact coming along. Can you let me finish introducing you, ma'am? I'm sorry. All right, no problem. To an 80-year-old woman who's well-known for her roles in the Monty Python sketch (laughs) series. I'm sorry, I didn't catch her name. What was it? Gladys! Gladys, welcome to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. How are you, Gladys? No, I'm fine, thank you. Feel a little, little wobbly, actually, from the from vaccination today. I was proud to take the first one from England, like I did from Churchill so many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the first Stiff one. up a lip, he told me. Stiff up a lip. I, I, I learned over time that was not the best technique men enjoy. Hello, Centurion. Now, um, Gladys... When, uh, are you, I, I forgot, are you, uh, do you have a husband, or are you a... S- oh, I've had many husbands, Bob, two of them mine. Okay. Hello, uh, is this on? Two of them mine. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> just, it went oh. by so fast in I the they like, like, <laughs> they like egg timer jokes. You have to I wait was, three yeah. minutes, and they're perfect. I was waiting for her to call oil. someone Centurion. Okay. Hello, <laughs> <So>, Centurion. <laughs> so, He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. So you are a widow, and you had it all alone <laughs> at I 80 years old. Alone. Were you nervous about getting the shot? No, not really. When you've been a Brit, as long as I have, 97 years, like I have, uh, you've lived through everything. The Blitz, the Shits, the Beatles, we've had it all. <laughs> Nothing scares us anymore. The Shits. A small prick. Oh, it's like Charles came over again. No, no problem. All right. And, uh, and, no, and no side effects, no serious side effects, a little injection site soreness, maybe? Well, it has, it, it has given me the, the feeling that I'd like to trot around the neighborhood a couple of times. It might be the horse tranquilizers they gave me after which I'm not sure. I just felt the need to gate along, you know, in a, in a cloppity, cloppity, cloppity motion. Now, um, uh, do you feel a sense of pride that Britain started passing out the vaccine before the United States? Oh, absolutely, yes. Proud, proud British citizen right now. Uh, I was a little disappointed that the Queen opted out of the, with the vaccination, though. Huh? 
I was a bit disappointed. Elizabeth decided not to go for it. She was just going to drink her way through the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to pickle herself. Whatever works. Whatever works for you, darling. I know it got you through that whole incident with Diana. God forbid. God forbid fresh blood in the family tree. God now, forbid. as a Brit, uh, have you watched the new season of The Crown, which has come under heavy fire for the portrayal? No, too many painful memories, Bob. Too yeah. many painful memories. Prince Philip and I. Oh, how are the afternoons we spent on the Thames putting he called it <laughs> <laughs> still too painful still too fresh right, if you Gladys, thank you very much it was such a surprise uh, to have well, you it's here. a bit of pleasure is all mine yeah. you guys stay safe stay calm and whatever you do, test negative. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I hope. This station presents Real American Douchebags. Real American Douchebags. Today we salute you, Mr. Guy Who Comes Up With New Emojis. Mr. Guy Who Comes Up With New Emojis. Making words is hard. So you ensure no one has to type a thing in order to tell a friend, Boomerang, Beaver, Ninja, Coin, Dodo, Ice Cream, Syringe, Flag. What message are you trying to impart? Pinata Lungs Bubble Tea. You're resurrecting hieroglyphics, yeah. So when you need to convey your innermost thoughts, but can't seem to find the right words as you tap out Nesting Doll, Medical Mask, Yawning Turtle Mousetrap, you have only one person to thank. Mr. Guy who comes up with new emojis. A real American douchebag. Guy who comes up with new emojis. Hey, baby. Hot tamale. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, my God. I knew that one, though. The resting turtle. What was that? A Russian resting doll. That was McConnell, right? That was McConnell has, been, yeah. has vetoed another stimulus bill. Uh, guys, oh uh, this was wonderful. Uh, in honor of, and Spike, you may have missed this part, um, Bob Dylan selling his entire catalog. Uh, $300 million. How does it feel like fucking wonderful? We're going to play a couple of, uh, and by the way, Sorry I think the all of these are sung by you, Spike. Uh, a couple of twisted tunes. Uh, we have uh, Bob Dylan singing the dot-coms. They are a closing from around 2000. We should uh, the answer, my friend, 300 million. The answer's 300 million. And How uh, much will it take to get my songs on TV to sell you underwear and shirts? The answer, my friend, 300 million. The answer's 300 million. He's pulling this out of his ass, you know that. Yeah, right? I know that. Well, and believe me, I've smelled that for many years. <laughs> that has hung in the air, hasn't it, Bob? Yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of COVID, though. You can't smell anymore. Right. Do you know uh, the people, way, who, people who caught COVID because Rudy Giuliani farted on them? Yeah. The last thing they will ever smell is Rudy Giuliani's fart. That is That's horrible. Right. The shark heard around the world, I saw. Okay. Hey, Spike, you want to cut that song? We'll cut it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Finish up the lyrics. We'll get a bit going. And we'll start off with uh, the definitive Bob Dylan song, by the way, which you did about Ally McBeal. Remember this one? Ally uh, McBeal. You bet. The Bob and Zip Show. Once upon a time, he looked so fine. Monday night at nine on Fox Prime Time. Digging you. People call, said, hey girl, you eating like a squirrel. Sneaking off the hurl, you did now. Didn't you? You used to prance about. You wore those little dresses in you. You filled them out. Now you don't look so stout And all those rumors they keep flying about About how you're finishing two peas of crack and your cottage cheese Calling it a Skin and bone 
Priceless. Oh, oh. I think as far I, as I ever got on the harmonica. <laughs> my friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. We fell in love with Princess Diane 82. The press was photographing everything she'd do. They tracked her everywhere from here to Timbuktu. Too far.